Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Draft Doctors, I'm your host Stevie Fizz. Today we are wrapping up all the moves from the free agency and trade periods. Of course, there were some big names and some I'd never heard of before this week. Well, look, he's back, he's back, he's brokered all the deals at trade week. Uh, I thought he might not have been here this week, he might have been brokering peace in the Middle East. But no, he's he's been good enough to join us. Stato, it's been a been a minute. It's been a while. Actually, um when you send me the message, so we'll be recording on Skype. I almost sent a message going, We don't record on Skype, mate. Um <laughs> we always have. Um so there you go. It has uh, I think it's been uh five months and one day since uh I've joined the pod. So uh back and ready to get into a pretty big pre season. Yeah, and you know, honestly we We've cut the dead wood, so it's, it's, it's... Well, that was part of my rejoining contract, is I, I had to ensure that they're gone. Um, but uh seems, you know, you made me some promises, but I, I had to see it in action. Uh, it's been delivered, so well done, Steve. Um, uh, well controlled, well managed. Uh, I don't think we had to pay him too much on the way out, so uh, we can actually return and get the listeners back now. Not that we yes. actually care about them. No, we don't. We don't. I should shout out to the listeners uh, for for the well wishes during the week. Uh, it was very. There was an outpouring from the community, and um, you know it's very appreciated after the injury, and that's all good. The look on your face says you haven't been listening. Stato, I, I have. I actually got a message and said, uh, "You better get back on there. Uh, he needs your help." And I said, "Actually." It was this week I was returning, so um, no, no, I knew what was going on, mate, and I have been listening. Anyway, um, I looked at this trade period, and I look at the upcoming free agents for next year, and I was like, man, we got sport last year. It looks like being a, a season dominated by who's leaving, who's staying, and we've kind of got this shit burger right in the middle of it all. Uh, how, how did you see the free agency and trade period? Am I just... Am I just uh, being unfair on the role players and, you know, lacking that. This just seem to be lacking that star power. Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, obviously the star power gets a bit of excitement, but if you actually look through the names, there are quite a few um, high-end talented players here. Um, and, and none short than your boy who uh, would be astute coaches would have picked him up halfway through the year and Brody Grundy. You don't get really too much bigger names. If you remember, um, Adelaide were courting him a few years ago now, but that's the reason why he got a seven or eight year contract at a million dollars a year. Um, so if, if you go back three years ago, that would have been the, the biggest name, um, ever mentioned in a trade period for a decade. So, Look, I, and Taylor Adams too, I think he's massive. I know we'll get through the players um, one by one, but there's some big names here. Um, I, I just think we're so used to people moving now that um, unless it's a Clayton Oliver uh, or a Brownlow medalist, um, I, I think it's just, yeah, this is just part of the footy season. It, it's the Grundy is obviously a massive one for fantasy, but it, it seems hard to believe that a player on that sort of money with that sort of reputation is is changing hands 
for what seems to be an almost inconsequential pick at the draft. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? So it, anyway. it really is, and and they're not paying his full contract, so that that makes yeah. it more interesting. Not as if you're, you know, taking on all the cash, but yeah, you're right. Anyway, uh, the, the, we'll go through team by team. So Adelaide have raided us yet again, Stato. Yeah, I know. They've it's cruel. raided our sons. Uh, this is Dossie's second favourite player. It's it's amazing that someone of high quality, high standard um, from ours, yours and mine, uh, Gold Coast Suns, um, gets taken. Uh, Chrissy Burgess, uh, unfortunately, is the one we're talking about. But um, interesting move here is this, is this a move home and just good backup, seeing they've got a few ageing in their forward line? Oh, it's kind of interesting to, to me. Uh, could he play at the other end of the ground? It just mm. seems like a utility depth pick to me. Yeah. Not much relevance, but... No, no. Nothing fantasy relevant here, except for if your name's Doss. Yeah, yeah. Well, I look forward to the song. Um, Brisbane... <laughs> Picked up Tom Duday, who's sitting out half a year by the looks of it, and Brandon Ryan, uh, Ryan, a project type forward. Well, I think Tom Duday, um, obviously a pretty decent player and good for your waivers when he's uh, fit and firing and take a while to come back after the ACL. But um, what that points out to me for, for Adelaide is there's that opportunity um, that'll open up in their defence. So... We'll have a good look um, the second half of the year after Tom got injured to, to see what the numbers were. But look, at the end of the day, those type of roles, they're more waiver picks, aren't they? Um, or deep leagues if you've got, you know, seven or eight in your defensive line. Yeah, unless unless you're talking Murdoch ball and someone's screaming out with like 800 yeah. intercepts and, and all the kick-in duties. True. Um, it's hard. Yeah, he's just kind of been a... A buy fill in, injury fill in kind of player. But yeah, yeah. Moving on to Carlton, where it seems they've got massive culture issues. Stato uh, <laughs> pending drug suspension over lifelong Carlton player Elijah Hollands. Uh, yes, well, look, highly talented player. Um, I, I think from memory, ACL draft year, uh, and he was one of those players that he was likely. Um, to be talked about at number one if it wasn't for the injury. Uh, I can't remember if it was five or seven. It was around that mark that they picked him up. Um, obviously, his brother's already at Carlton. Um, I think Gold Coast have got a lot of those um, midfield players, and I don't think Carlton are showing them as well. But, look, he is that little bit younger. Um, he's probably six or seven years younger than... Georgie Hewitt um, and a couple of others that they've got there. So uh, I think he's really good depth early and I think he's there to take over a role at some point. But um, he's more the inside than he is outside and he's had to actually play outside roles at Gold Coast. But I, I think he's going to be a really good player and I think for a keeper league, he's definitely um, a stash. Uh, Dynasty definitely on your list. Um, and I think I'll go late on him um, and uh, look at the pre-season, but he could be some value. Um, and longer term, especially with your keepers, I think he'll be a gun. Yeah, he didn't cost him anything. He's been pushed into a role he's probably not suited to at the Suns. He, he's going to have just pure midfield status 
coming into fantasy footy this year. Looks likely that he'll get a for- predominantly forward with bits through the midfield early if he is playing in the seniors. But um, yeah, probably a keeper option more than a straight up redraft. I would have thought it, especially in draft with the midfield only. Mm, yeah. Uh, anyway, the the biggest, the best player in to, in trade period apparently to, yeah. to move clubs was Lockie Lockie Schultz mm. gone to Collingwood. Uh, uh, we know that we know that system loves the the pressure small medium forwards. It's interesting the um, the language they used of him being the best player. Um, look through, I didn't quite think so, but m- maybe we're tainted with the um, the fantasy lens here. Um, but look, I, I agree he's a really good player, but he was rookie, he was delisted, um, uh, he um, was sort of a lateish pick from my memory, um, but his form has been good. But for us, he's a um, he's sort of a, a fringe listed player versus um, you know good streak of form. He can be on the field. Other than that, he's sort of sitting on the bench for us. But look, I, I think fantasy wise would be more of a decline in Collingwood. They have quite a few of these type of players. Um, these smalls, in fact, uh, another small got pushed out because of this. So. Um, Bobby Hill, Norm Smith, medalist, um, is it McCreary? Um, good little player as well, and and Lockie. So he should be getting games, but I, I just can't imagine him being, a, you know, a, a top twenty forward. No, I can't imagine. It'd take a serious string of bad health to the other guys like Jamie Elliott, etc. Who and I mean, like, look at Elliott. He's a good player who gets some mid time, and he's he's barely rosterable. Mm. Anyway, uh, on to Essendon, who are winners of trade week again, according to the, the doyens in the uh, media world. Uh, they obviously made some moves, got aggressive, picked up Xavier Dersma, who probably early doors showed a fair bit for fantasy and, and it hasn't continued. What, did you, what do you think about him moving to Essendon? Got to be the talent on the wings. Don't you hate it when Doss is right? Was Doss right? What happened? Well, he sort of said, nah, I'm not on Dersma. And we all sort of, this is early days. And I think uh, if we go back to the recording, we go, what's wrong with a 90 averaging midfielder? Well, he's been nowhere near that. Um, obviously, uh, it's good for Essendon that they sort of need the, the dedicated wingers. And that's exactly what he's going to be. Um, unsure, I would sort of go really late. Um, he's a punt, um, yeah. but I'm sort of thinking more he's a 75 guy. Yeah, I can't get excited about wings these days. No. No. Uh, Gresham, obviously, he's probably he was probably one of the bigger names, I would have thought. Oh, but... absolutely. You're talking high talented. Um, yeah. he one of these players that could have been anything, but I think it's injuries that have been more of an impact for him, for his fantasy reputation than anything else. But it's sort of sad he's on the nose of his club when you know they were talking about him being the next big thing for him only three four years ago. The um, interesting thing I, I think he's only relevant if he's got forward status. 
So if he's a mid only, he's a little bit hard to take. Um, but I, I would assume he's going to play a half high half forward role for them. So even if he doesn't start with it, he should get forward status. So I'll certainly be looking at him in keepers. I'd probably be more excited on the other side on on what it does at St Kilda. Yeah. Um, I, I sort of see Philippou yeah. taking a bit of a bit of extra time there. But what do you think it like Gresham means for your Hobbs, your Perkins in terms of getting a run through the guts? Yeah, look, it's an interesting one because um, I, I sort of look if you if you say what Essendon have been starving out for, they went and got Will Setterfield because they needed a big body midfielder, and I see Grade as another one of those, um, Jade as another one of those smallish type midfielders that are flanks. So yeah. they're they're going to have a lot of people rotating through. That that's what it looks like. But I think Hobbs and I can't remember the other young fellas. Caldwell? Name. No, Satis. No. Um, um, yeah, I can't get it. Uh, tip of my tongue. Um, but first year. Oh, Satis. Satis, that's the one. Yeah. I, I think they're more likely to get more midfield time than, than Gresham. Yeah, I'm probably in on Hobbs as opposed to the Lions personally. But yeah. uh, Goldie moved over there uh, in an interesting move. Yeah, so way to explain it. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, very positive here. <laughs> um, probably just go and get a forty-eight-year-old ruckman. Well, I'll just look at it on the other side. I was just, you know, creates opportunity. If you want to take the X man, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. In fantasy terms, yes, it's just an interesting one. Um, yeah, footy-wise for for Essendon. Yeah, I mean, uh, and maybe ben, it's it's a. It's a mentoring type thing. Let's yeah. let's get Draper to the next level, and you know, bring a gun in who can sort of play thirty percent in in the ruck, but is more teaching him. Yeah, uh, and Ben McKay, obviously not super relevant himself, but does it free up Ridley? Um, it's probably the the main question. Yeah, it's um. It's an interesting one too. Um, I think three of these players were all free agency, so um, you, you probably pay a bit more out of the pocket, but you you don't harm your draft hand. So the squad looks better. Um, I want to see how it operates. Um, that that becomes the the big points. Um, so Thatcher left. Um, ben takes probably that position. Yeah. Um, so you get probably you you two that. Get a lot of the footy. Yeah. Uh, the next four clubs, Frio, Geelong, Gold Coast, GWS, happy with their teams. Yep. They, they think they're <laughs> perfect. Um, Frio obviously made a major step forward this year compared to the previous year. Uh, I think it was only about you know, six positions down. Obviously, Geelong went forward as well. Um, so... Or about twelve positions down. Um, Gold Coast, as we know, are, are close to breaking in. Um, and well, we saying, made an acquisition. It's just yeah, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And a few people left because of it. Um, and <laughs> and uh, GWS, of course. Uh, let's face it; their run home was fantastic. You were just commenting off air of how much you actually enjoyed watching them. So are okay. we actually seeing yours and mine GWS? 
Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they got that great charcoal jumper. Yeah. Uh, Onto the Hawks, who were big players as well. Yeah. Big players as well at the last minute. Uh, Probably not super relevant for fantasy. I wouldn't have thought any of these players, but we'll cast a wide net. Jack Ginevan, Jack Gunston. Chol season and uh, Massimo D'Ambrosio from Essendon. I like the last one um, and yeah. think it's quite worth a, a waiver, to be honest. He looked like he could play and looked like he could get a fair bit of the footy, um, but just wasn't getting enough opportunity. So um, I think there'll be a great one there for the Hawks and hopefully we get to see him play a lot of footy. Um, Chol's an interesting one. Um, obviously... Um, his first year at the Gold Coast was pretty impressive um, with, a, I think it stabilises, just, it's interesting to who they go with with their ruck because I don't reckon they play two rucks and child. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. So who do you go for there? And that is actually going to create the opportunity. So someone ends up being their standout number one ruck. It actually becomes fieldable. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jack Gunston, look, they're just going for youth in their forward line. Um, so Jack Ginnivan and Jack Gunston um, come together. So that's magnificent. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I was actually disappointed the Suns didn't have a crack at D'Ambrosio. I thought he was maybe the sort of player they could mm. look to use off half back. But anyway, obviously got bigger fish to fry in Jed Walter season. Uh, <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne said one Lockie Hunter's not enough and picked up Jack Billings. So let's do this again. Um, yeah, but see if Jack gets forward status, which I expect he does, um, I actually reckon he's worth a punt. I really do. Yeah. Um, so much talent. Um, he's given us little signs as the his years have gone. Uh, if he can put it all together, he's fighting fit now apparently. Um, I reckon a really good team and a really good player for that team, to be honest. So... Um, I'm actually really hot on Jack Billings, and I reckon a lot of others would be a bit cold. Um, so we might be one you can get a little bit later in your drafts um, that I think could be quite rewarding. Yeah, okay. Do their outs make him more interesting, or is it just he's what they – that link play is what they need? <laughs> Absolutely. High half forward, and we know such a good role to score, but it's a team that does it in the midfield for us, so – uh, Jack Billing is going to get a lot of opportunities. Mm. Fair enough. Tom Fullerton. Yeah. Um, the best thing, he's Brody Grundy's replacement. So, therefore, you know, it's Gorn season. Uh, yeah, 100%. And Shane McAdam. Yeah. Um, obviously, they had to do something in the forward line. Um, the, the mix hadn't been working. Um, so, something a bit... Unique, so you've got a great ball user in there. Um, you've got a, a ruck forward, um, and you've got someone that's got a bit of X factor about him. Yeah. So on the north, and one of the sneaky good moves, I actually like Zach Fisher over at North mm-hmm. uh, with the departures at at the club. I, I could see him. You know, he had that halfback role at the end of last year. I know he said he wants midfield time. I don't see any of that happening at North Melbourne. What are your thoughts on Zach Fisher? I really like him and could never really work out um, how it didn't happen for him at Carlton. So 
he was a Carlton through some poor years and just didn't really get the right opportunities or didn't take the opportunities that were given to him, one or the other. Um, I, I think he's got some great talent. So um, I'd love to see – it's important. Whatever role he gets will determine if he becomes relevant fantasy-wise. Um, but I, I like him and this could be one that really pays off for, for coaches. Yeah, I can I can see that halfback role. I really like it there. And Dylan Stevens, top five pick, never really happened, uh, especially fantasy wise at the Swans. Yeah, it's interesting how many midfielders they've got, but there's not too many pure wingmen, and I think that's what Dylan's going to be for them. So um, good endurance, um, actually, really good player, um, and I think he'll have a pretty good time. But look, remember outside, so you know the ceiling's capped. Uh, and man, I'm going to mess this up, but big old BN, BN, BN. Yeah, the big yeah. man. The big man, yeah. Biggie. I'd never um, heard of him. I didn't even... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, he's a athletic tall. Uh, I think um, he will slot into a, a key defensive post. They probably need one. Mm-hmm. They do Port. after Ben Levy. Port, they went with some height over there, man. They couldn't get enough height this trade period. Yeah. They've got... Uh, they went for the, they double dipped in the ruck. It's uh, had enough of Scott Lysette. They've gone for Big Ivan Soldo and Jordan Sweet. It's interesting. You, you had three ruckmen there, and you've just said no to them all, and you've been backing in two of them for a long period of time. Um, so they've just gone. No, nah, that's that's our area of weakness. Is our key defence, and our ruckmen are no good. That must have been enjoyable exit interviews. Um, but there we go. I, I don't know if either are the answer, but with Ruckman, I've been proven wrong so many times. I mean, Hickey was a revelation at the Swans, to be quite honest. I just didn't see what they were getting him for, but he ended up being great at the role. So who knows? Um, if Soldo gets the number one position... Um, is he good enough? We probably haven't seen enough of Jordan Sweet, have we? Probably not. I think, will Soto carry forward, ruck forward? He has a fair chance of doing so. Um, I just he's got... How many games did Nank miss? That That's probably the determining factor. I'll have a look. Um, but I would have thought if he has forward status and he could quite easily win that role, yeah. he'd be particularly relevant. He could be. Nank. Uh, doesn't have his games here. It's a bit weird. It's an interesting line, Ruckman, next season. Oh, there's so many. Yeah. So many. It's great to, to not draft a Ruck. Yeah. Yeah. 15 matches this season. Nank. Interesting. Yeah, he could be. Could be he very might be relevant. close. He might be Who close. Who else do we have? Uh, and so we had Radigalier and Zerk Thatcher into the defence. Yeah. Um, no, they're just not relevant. Yeah. Uh, Richmond picked up. Uh, oh, so so would you? I mean, you'd have to feel pretty comfortable with Nank as well, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, obviously, we've got uh, Samson Ryan. 
who they want yeah. to give more game time to. But Samson will probably play the, the forward ruck role. Yeah. Uh, Richmond picked up Jacob Kaczynski. Yeah, yep. not relevant. Yep. Uh, St Kilda made a couple of moves. The, the Paddy Wow, Paddy Dow. Um, as we did on the CBA, uh, winning winning rate was the man in the middle. I um, I don't know how I feel about this, Steve. What if he goes there and does really well? That'd be bad. I mean, I I feel good for Paddy, but still not good in myself. No, it's um. I mean, if he's playing twos all year, that'll feel good because he can still win a medal playing VFL. Yeah, I. It's he's really interesting because um, I was looking at the guys who move out of the midfield, the losers, um, and it's often poor kicks, and it's not something I really associate. Like I don't really associate Paddy Dow with being a great user of the ball no. either. So I could see it. I could see him getting the role early and not lasting. I could see it really working out. What, he, what are your he, thoughts on him? Well, the key here is, and I always look. What's the opportunity? What's their mix? He is different from their atypical midfielders. Yeah. So he's not a steal. He's not a crouch. So there's that raw opportunity of bang, round one you're in and it's your role until you lose it. And let's face it, he he made a really good impact um, for Carlton um, during their really good run in the home and away season this year. So he actually did make that impact. So um, highly touted, was he pick three? Pick three. Yeah. So he's he's been highly rated for a long time. And it feels like this is going to be his first opportunity. And and for for those that haven't listened to us for a long time or, or are new listeners, uh, which you'll be surprised because um, we don't say nice things about you too often. Um, but we have nothing against uh, Paddy Dow whatsoever. But a, an ex-colleague of uh, ours, um, the wonderful Doss, um, has written songs about him, has carried on about him all the time, thinks he's the greatest thing from sliced, uh, sliced bread. If he was successful, we would just not hear the end of it. Yeah, we wouldn't. Um, I could see him easily getting that third midfield role, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which makes him draft relevant. At the back end of your draft, he'll be free. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, and Liam Henry crossed. N- another... Highly talented, highly rated, uh, I think a pick 10 off the top of my head. So definitely a first rounder for Frio. Um, very athletic. Um, it's got a great opportunity here. Unsure uh, exactly what role he will look to do, um, but it's likely to be the wing. Um, so mid only, don't rate him too much in fantasy, but if he gets forward status, I think he's a really, really good opportunity to be fearable. Does that cut into anyone at St Kilda and does who does it open up over at Frio? Because they've had a couple out the door over the last couple of years, so there's a bit of, bit of 
vacant room there. There is. Um, so sort of your uh, Erasmus type should get a hell of a lot more game time. So they, yeah. they've actually got the talent coming through Frio. So there's going to be some um, some younger talent coming through their system. So that's good for fantasy from the Dockers. Yeah. So Sydney, with a, they went for the names. They went for the old Collingwood connection of Brody Grundy, obviously at Sydney. What can he realistically get back to, and does he help the Sydney midfield? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, oh, look, I think so. Um, what he gets back to, 105 to 110, I don't, I don't think he'll be a 120 guy again. Um, but he's number one. He's going to relish and enjoy that. I think um, the type of guy Brody Grundy is, I actually think he's going to love the Sydney lifestyle. Yeah. Um, uh, I think he'll really enjoy that, and I think he'll thrive. Um, will he help the midfield? Um, look, I, I think he will. Um, and um, the, playing that sort of extra midfielder role, it becomes another big body in there. So that helps. Yeah, because like, I know you said Tom Hickey, good and all that, but statistically he was terrible last year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I, he He was good against the opposition. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Taylor Adams was probably the other big name. Uh, he possibly carries forward status into next season for fantasy. Ooh. Does he get midfield time? Yes, uh, What absolutely. does that look like? He's straight in there. The, 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 the one that gets killed is Mills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least we're on that one together. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Robottom? I'm not, I'm not super... I, I, don't, I know he's... Solid, but uh, his sister's a better player. <laughs> oh, and and that's sorry that is yeah, that's no, not yeah. meant to be a joke. Well, a um, um, sorry, legend. yeah. Um, it, his sister is you know a, a top ten player in the competition. Um, and they are similar height, which means she's a big, tall solid um, inside midfielder with tackling pressure um, that sort of demands attention by everyone. I mean, she'd be in the top three as a 20-year-old, top three or four tacklers in the competition. Unfortunately, um, the male version um, is nowhere near top 10 player and, and unfortunately is um, a good, solid citizen. Um, and just hasn't got all the little things that define you to be uh, elite. So I think he's going to be really good depth. I think he's going to get um, quite a few games. I think he's going to get good game time when he does get the games, but I don't think he's a starting midfielder. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess... um... You know, we looked at Taylor Adams and that clearance win rate, and he, and he was still Collingwood's best. Yeah. So, and I think it's Sydney were deficient here. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. They also picked up James Jordan. So before Adams, 
Um, I thought James Jordan was absolutely fantastic because they needed a little bit of a lift inside. And you've got players that are playing inside that actually can play really important roles elsewhere, like a Callum Mills. Um, so I thought, you beauty, James Jordan, well done. But I just don't know whether this is replacing Dylan Stevens now and playing him in where Melbourne were playing him, which wasn't where his core role should be. Yeah. And I, I reckon the reason why James Jordan wanted to leave Melbourne is there's Petrarca, there's Clayton Oliver, and, and you're just going, well, I'm not getting those gigs. There's Viney. I'm, I'm having to play a different role, which is what Hollands did at Gold Coast. Um, but as soon as you brought in Taylor Adams, I went, hmm. Unless they're both of them going straight in the midfield and so you've got Grundy, Taylor Adams, James Jordan and Luke Parker? Well, Parker was the heavy one. Um, interestingly, Warner sort of went a little bit more out as the year dragged on, Yeah, which I thought was strange. I, I, I love Chad Warner, man. Oh, yeah, but I, I think they're thinking if you've got, you got Warner and Errol that are, that are playing different roles but can chop in there, it's just a constant barrage of high, highly talented players. Yeah. But are they the best starting midfielders, either of them? Probably no, but fantasy-wise yeah. and collecting the peel. But you look at both of them, it's them. Um, Goulden's finding space, clever. Um, the foot skills are dynamic. Um, you actually want him out in space. Yep. Because he can find yep. it. Um, because if he's got space, he can use those skills, which is going to hurt. Um, Warner breaks line. So um, exactly the same is you You want him a little bit further outside so he's the handball receive. Hmm. Uh, and Joel Hamling. Still yeah, in the obviously league. a need. Still in the obviously league. Obviously a need. Yeah. Still in the league. Um, West- was, he, was he the most highly played um, payer for his capability after the 2016 Five, premiership? Yeah, you'd have to think so. My God. Uh, West Coast picked up Matt Flynn in an interesting move, I thought, Stato, giving one of their, maybe one of their better parts of the season for West Coast was Bailey Williams. He was on my D list in my dynasty league. He went straight back into R2. <laughs> <laughs> You're not cut, buddy. Come along for the journey. There you go. I've really liked him, and I I got surprised he ended up being two, then effectively three. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's going to be good. So it it makes um, Bailey Williams become a forward ruck. Yeah. It's actually a good move by West Coast. Really good move. It's just a nightmare role for scoring. Yeah. Uh, and Tyler Brockman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dogs went uh, moneyball, as they say, Stato, and picked up James Harms and Nick Caulfield, who had that good year. Bit of a wretched run with injury. Is it really moneyball? Well, we had to get the term moneyball in there okay. somewhere Fair per enough. our contract. Well, the Fair legal enough. came down on me. Legal. Um, I, I I actually think uh, St Kilda went money ball out. 
St Kilda went Moneyball out. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If if you get that Gresham and Billings, I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moneyball out. Um, but some may argue they may have gone Moneyball in as well. Yeah, that's a good point. So no love for I could see. I don't know. Oh, I, I think Harms is going to play a really good role for Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, but if people say he's going in there to play a defensive midfielder, um, what's um, what's Libba been doing all this time? Yeah, I I like him as a player. I don't know why they. I I've found it strange they let him go to be honest. But um, I don't know. I don't have super heaps of interest in either of these guys. I guess Caulfield could be interesting. Um, Waiver. Yeah, I yeah I I had him in a keeper the year he broke out and went yeah it was worth the wait. Not so much anymore. Yeah, it's like four years ago now. Yeah, yeah, still got him. No, no. But yeah, it's um, I mean, both of them pick seven and eight, um, Caulfield and Hunter. Just neither of them had delivered. Well, Hunter's it's Hunter season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's Dow season. Again. Oh, God. It's anyway, uh, um, so Nick still... Caulfield's another one of the money ball outs. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Well, he couldn't have been on any money, surely. Wouldn't have been, but that's the whole point, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That is money ball. Low, low money and high value. Anyway, there's still plenty of, um, plenty of blokes who'll tack onto a club and train in the pre-season. And yep. there's still some good players out there, I think. So can I ask yeah. the stupid question? So let's, um, let's, let's put it not in who won, who lost in the deal's sake. Who's won in fantasy, Steve? Oh, the two Ruckman. The, the Rucks were the winners. Getting Grundy and Gorn apart is just massive. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. And I'd even, I'd even say like, Opening up at North Melbourne with Goldie out, you probably know what you're going to get there. I think what you, the point you made about Chole was a good one at uh, Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. And Flynn. And Flynn. Oh, I, I, yeah, probably. Whoa, probably. whoa. You've been harsh on Flinny boy. I am. <laughs> Fucking hell, Steph. Yeah, no, you're probably right. You're probably So there's a there's just rucks. You could almost go back to a two-ruck league this year, Stato. Soldo. Soldo, he's fine. If he gets forward status and has that role, he's fine. Mm. There's rucks everywhere, man. There's rucks everywhere. We had a shit year with rucks last year. We've got a golden one coming up. Yeah, agree. Well, teams learnt from their, the error of their ways. Yep, spot on. Uh, also like um, Holland's out. I think that's good for Ben Ainsworth. He he kind of got a bit of wing time at the end of last year and and showed out. I thought mm-hmm. uh, he's a free agent too, Stato. So look out. Yeah, I don't. There's just not heaps to write up write about in my mind. I think Paddy Dow going to St Kilda is a good move. He could have gone to somewhere better, but uh, it's got to be the Ruck, surely. Got to be. And Sydney yeah. have finally got a fantasy relevant ruck the first time since Callum Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on to the Twitter questions. 
Uh, Ninja, our man, does Grundy to the Swans make any material difference to midfield points at the Swans? Also, hope you're traveling okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, God. Um, geez, it's just going to be such a different mix. Um, if everyone stays healthy, you think um, Adams and Grundy are, are close to being back to their best. Who out of the current Sydney midfielders are impacted in a positive way? It's unknown to see the mix. Because there is there is the chance that the starting midfield round one is Grundy, Adams, Jordan, Parker. I find it hard to believe it makes a huge difference. Even if they're streets ahead of like what are you what are you gonna get out of a clearance? You're gonna get a handball, you're gonna get a kick. Um how many extra times is Grundy gonna give you that a game? Like I don't, uh, like whereas if the other guy's yeah. winning it, you could get a, a tackle. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, I just think the, the personnel are gonna be different. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be really interesting to work out what's going on. Um, it's a little bit of those, so your row bottoms, your, your Warners and Co. Just draft with caution. Man, even Papley got massive mid-time at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Nick, is James Jordan a trap or is he value? I'm thinking he might be fine until Mills returns. Uh, I, I actually think he's going to be value, but the Adams move after him... Yeah, it just has me queried. I just hope he's not there to be a wingman. Uh, Richie, Nick Caulfield going to ever be good. Dale Richards and Daniel may limit ball down back. Uh, and he also asked, can, oh, we'll get to the other bits in a sec, but Nick Caulfield first. Yeah, I, I, I'm not expecting him to be anything but a waiver. He's a um, good matchup waiver guy. Uh, can Harms go 80-plus mid-forward? I would say I, no, personally. Yeah, I just don't think his role is to be getting the footy. Yeah. I, I think you they've want got Bont kicking well. it. You want, you want Bailey Smith kicking it. Yeah. There's so many better options who are going to get that 50% and above. To me, he'd be one of the 30% and below mm, yeah. if he's getting it, which we looked at last week and it wasn't good. Uh, and Nick Bryan breakout featuring Goldie. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you got to go with your young gun, don't you? I, I don't think... Um, this puts Nick Bryan at number three, doesn't it? I would have thought so. Mm. Uh, Pack and Sand, Taylor Adams was on the list to dropped from my keeper. Uh, I'm assuming he'll keep forward status. What do you think he scores and how many games do you think he plays? Where does he rank amongst the forwards if he keeps it? Uh, if he plays every game, who knows? It's all about body, isn't it? Um but if he's healthy all year, he's playing midfield. Um, he's going to be top three forward. So I wouldn't be dropping him. Um, but obviously he's a player that's had injury risks for quite a few years. Yeah, I'd probably mark him in for um, 
19, 18 games, that sort of thing, if it was me. At a midfield them, average of 104? Nine. Nah. Nah. 110? Wow. Can't believe you went that <laughs> How many games oh, did he play this year? That would be a good question. Yeah. 23. Well, there you go. He's fit as a fiddle. Yeah. 20, 23 games and didn't play grand final. What do you reckon? Yeah. What do you What do you reckon he is for um, TOG? Would they manage him? Uh, um, what at Sydney? You're talking about? Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll see. They have got a lot of depth here, so seventy um, percent. Yeah. So that could hurt. Could hurt, but he is an impact player. So uh, if you've yeah. got more of a Fire in the belly because you're fresher. Um, you, you don't drop off. You're actually points per minute raise. I reckon he's more like a 90 at best. Oh, uh, at best. I'm not keen. Is this the, our first? What are they? You're into the, oh, the face off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. You're a 90 below. Behind. I'm a 91 and above. Clearly, clearly behind number one forward next year, Sam Flanders. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's getting forward status. Uh, so can we go face off? Um, you're 90 and below and I'm 91 and above. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'll cool. write that down. Yeah. First face off. Uh, how many games is he playing? Because I can't have him play one game score 92. Oh, for the year. <laughs> well, it's, I think for both of us, to be fair, it needs to be the face-off is only valid if it's 15 games or more. All right, we'll, we'll work out the particulars later. Yeah. Anyway, that'll wrap it up. Boy, it was just like uh, <laughs> times, wasn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> anyway, that was trade week this week. Man, there wasn't much to get excited about, was there? You've seen the list of free agents next year? Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, like Tim but, English, Hugh McCluggy. I know yeah, they'll re-sign. They'll, they'll all be signed by March. That's what happens. And I, I think it's just really good articles that they actually put it there and then they put a big cross through them as they sign them up. Yeah. yeah. There was one, I forget who it was. It was a free agent who was like an absolute stud and they didn't even put him on the graphic. I think. Oh, it was Libba. Like Tom Libertura, I was like, fuck, you didn't even make the graphic. <laughs> well, that's yeah. how confident he's already got his name, the ink's drying, as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. He's not the type to leave his club, is he? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Mm. Anyway, that'll do it, listeners. We'll see you next week. Um, see ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.